This is the Prosperous Feminine Podcast with Julie Steelman. Julie shares uncommon wisdom on feminine ways of becoming fully resourced so you can help save our beautiful planet. Listen in if you want to heal your money story and do your part to birth a planet-forward consciousness. Hey, good morning. I'm sorry I've been away for a few weeks. I've been really sick and I've been unable to talk (laughs) and I didn't want to record a beautiful episode for you with me coughing and my voice cracking. So it feels really good to be back and to be able to talk. And I wanted to share something with you that has recently come into my awareness. And a lot of you know that I spent the month of January in India. And it was, needless to say, a very bizarre, unusual, and complicated trip. The people drama was high and the animal sightings were low. And so it's taken me a little while to unpack. And one of the most interesting byproducts of this trip is that when I came home, I ended up ending three relationships with men. And... It was fascinating to go, I felt like I went through this portal of this incredible clearing where I came home with such crystal clear clarity and motivation, like I haven't felt like this since before my husband passed. It's been a really long ride to get to here where I feel like my circuits are firing, my circuit boards are back online. And so one of the interesting things about ending my primary relationship with my photography mentor um, who's been in my life for a long time and he's been incredible and given me a lot of gifts but the situation has become really unworkable and there's a lot of things I'm not willing to support anymore and so in untethering from all of that the big lesson was that there was all this what I'm going to call energetic capital invested in that relationship I was helping him with his business. I was helping him grow his business. We were working together as photographers. We had a podcast. There were so many irons in the fire, you know? And I didn't realize how much pull it was on me where I felt like I was being pulled apart and into two different worlds to the point where I was living this double life. And what I want to say to you about that was it was it was immobilizing me and I felt like I couldn't go in one direction or the other and I've had a lot of people come to me and say you started this but you didn't finish and you started that and you didn't finish are you really sure you want to start something again like what was going on underneath was my energetic capital capital was too dispersed and so what I mean about energetic capital is there's a capacity within us there's part of our responsibility on our own personal well-being. There's another responsibility on those in our circle of care. There's another responsibility to our clients and those of us who are running women-owned businesses and actually want to make a difference. There's a responsibility to our passion and our purpose. And we're really good at investing our energy in other people's projects or in resolving other people's problems. And so there's this incredible wanting to help as women, right? And so we we cross this boundary, this really subtle boundary 
of being overly invested in other people, overly invested in fixing and helping, overly invested because we want to be bonded and connected. And there's nothing wrong with that. But we have to check the way that we're invested as if we're buying other people's presence so we can have some connection. And I hope this is making some sense to you. And so I had a fascinating conversation with a new client this week about working on projects and how do we operationalize profitability and so that we actually make it actionable and that we actually from $1 of revenue, I must stand for this because I'm disrupting the feminine's relationship with money, wealth, prosperity, running a business and actually making money. That we stop making this a throw spaghetti at the wall game and crossing our fingers and living on a prayer that the end of the year will come out the way we're hoping for but instead become super intentional about the way we generate revenue, doing it with an orientation around profitability. Why? So we can fund our philanthropy, we can take on passion projects that are maybe break even, and we have more than enough for our well-being and for our future. Like this is the trifecta of how we're going to break out of the statistics that say that women-owned businesses are destined to not be profitable, to generate $100,000 or less, and that we actually never get to the point of funding our big dreams and visions. And so I want to bust this up. And so the first step is to do an inventory of all of the projects and relationships and where that you've invested your energy, where you're giving pro bono. Right? I'm not saying you have to stop it. I want you to become aware of all the places that you have 1% of your attention on someone or something else, that you are invested in someone else's success, that, it, that maybe that's clients, right? And that's okay. What we just want to do is take this inventory and we want to look at, the second step is to look at the way we're invested, So maybe we want to empower someone to take on a bigger role or to take over projects for us and with us inside of our business. And in doing so, we don't have to have this big attention on a project. We can minimize our intention, but we can still be invested, bonded, and involved. And so the thing I see is women say to me, repeatedly, those with six-figure revenue, those with seven-figure revenue, and those just starting off. I'm at capacity. I'm full. And I'm not getting what I need out of my business. I constantly find myself in a financial crunch. I've even heard some say things are getting paid for, but I'm not getting an income. And so how is it that we as gifted, talented, blessed, and beautiful women are running businesses that are leaving us maxed out at capacity and we're not getting what we need out of our businesses in order to caretake ourselves, our future, and our big vision and mission. And it starts with taking an inventory of energetic capacity and actually starting to prioritize 
what is the big goal this year you want to accomplish? And in some ways, you're the third step of this, you will have to make some choices. And the fourth step is you're going to have to put some boundaries in place. I highly encourage that one of those boundaries be profitability as a non-negotiable in your business because not to take more or be part of the consumptive system, but to be part of the generative system that's fueling the things that are going to make a change. So that's four steps to look at your energetic capacity and make some choices. You want to take an inventory of where you're invested and how you're invested, right? There may be some ability for wiggle room and renegotiating there and making some choices about how to do things differently, how you can stay bonded with people without being overly invested. And where's that boundary of over-invested versus just enough? Because we tend to be over-givers and under-receivers, like it's in our nature, it's part of the orientation of the feminine. And then making at least profitability a non-negotiable boundary in your business, that your choices stem from that because we do have to look at how we're over-giving and how we're under-receiving if we're going to actually evolve into a new sacred economy. Because here's the last thing I will say about this. Running our businesses from the over-giving model keeps us stuck in the thing that's happening to nature and to the earth, which is a consumptive model because it's consuming our energetic capital. And we need to shift into a generative model. And there's a direct link between the emerging equitable well-being economy and saving the natural world. There's a direct relationship. And so the current economy is consumptive and destructive in nature. The UN just released a shocking report that a lot of us who are involved in wildlife and climate restoration and earth stewardship knew was coming. And how earth overshoot has actually increased significantly and we're destined to not stay here. And so that's where we are. And I say that because we need to start telling the truth as women to ourselves about what's happening so that we can make some choices and some shifts. And one of the places this is going to start is with us as women modeling generative business models where we're not at capacity, but we're maximizing what we get and we're making really good choices about where we put our energy I'm Julie Steelman. This is another episode of The Prosperous Feminine. I look forward to talking to you. Please comment. I want to hear what opened up for you. Talk to you next week. Thanks for listening to The Prosperous Feminine Podcast with Julie Steelman. Visit juliesteelman.com and subscribe to find out more.